I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing The Echoes Podcast. Coming up, I've got a review of our February CD of the month, Resolve, by Poppy Aykroyd. She's a wonderful English neoclassical composer with influences from Steve Reich as well as Oliver Arnold's. But before we do that, I'd like to talk about these podcasts and how much time and money it takes to put them together and make them available. So if you like what we do with these interviews and reviews, as well as on Echoes, become a supporter by making a donation now at echoes.org. It's easy, you'll feel great, and you'll be supporting the dissemination of great music to the world. Just go to echoes.org. And now, our February CD of the Month, Resolve, by Poppy Aykroyd. Neoclassical post-minimalist music has been taking a new turn in this century as the generation of musicians who grew up on minimalism and alternative rock began composing. Nils Fram, Nico Muli, and Ludovico Ainaudi were in the first wave, Olaf Arnolds and Johan Johansson were right there after them, and now the third wave has begun with Poppy Aykroyd. Aykroyd's evolved considerably in the six years and three albums since she began recording to release her thoroughly modern album, Resolve. It's a tour de force of complex melodicism, novel tonal colors, and kinetic drive. Many of Poppy Aykroyd's peers trail off into textual works, drone zone ruminations, soundtrack conventions, and avant-garde explorations. Aykroyd's work is marked by a strong melodic drive and rhythmic thrust that recalls Italian composer Ludovico Einaudi. Even her more sonically extreme pieces like The Calm Before, centered on a circular motif of clarinet key clacks, has an overriding melodic sensibility. Aykroyd plays piano on all the tracks, and she's a gifted musician as well as a composer. Although both Philip Glass and Steve Reich are deep in her musical DNA, it's Glass's stronger melodic sensibility and drive that prevail as she sculpts expansive soundscapes and intimate reveries. Quail features just Aykroyd on piano with Joe Quail on cello. 
Quail, from whom the piece obviously takes its name, is multi-tracked with high harmonic glissandos underpinned by lower arcing cello lines and rhythmic chops. She creates a looping cello orchestra with Ackroyd offering some inside the piano touches and a simple ornamental counter melody. The piece hangs suspended in midair like an Alexander Calder mobile in motion. Time reveals Ackroyd's timbral inventiveness. It's a duet for piano and hung drum. That's the metallic tuned percussion instrument. Manu de Lago, a master of it, lays down his melodic cycle against moaning sounds that could be both piano, rubbed hung, or uncredited synthesizer. It's a sound you'd expect to hear coming out of Avatar's Force of Pandora. Ackroyd is a colorist. She loves arranging instruments and using unorthodox approaches. That's highlighted in the brief Stems, which takes its title from Struck Wine Glasses, along with upright piano, harmonium, concert grand piano, and violin. The album concludes with Trains. It's a joyfully driving piece with clacking sounds, overdubbed cello orchestra from Quail, and Ackroyd's austerely romantic piano theme that keeps moving forward in unresolved motion. It's a beautiful clockwork composition.
With resolve, Poppy Ackroyd has asserted herself as a new voice in the burgeoning and diverse world of post-minimalist composers. She's one who isn't afraid to put melody into her experimentation. It's Yeko's CD of the Month for February. You can get Poppy Ackroyd's Resolve and other great CDs by joining the Echoes CD of the Month Club. Go to echoes.org to find out more. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. It's a great way to help support Echoes and get good music. Thanks for listening. I'm John DiLiberto. Next week on the Echoes podcast, it's our interview with Mark Peters of Engineers talking about his ambient guitar album, Inner Land. Mm-hmm.